welcome to Peer to Peer Real Estate Show. I'm your host, William Morales. And on today's show, I have Charles Chandler. Charles Chandler is the co-founder and CEO of My Tennessee Home Solution, a real estate solution company composed of veterans dedicated to hard work and service in the civilian world, just as they were during the time in, in service to their country. Currently transitioning out of the military, Charles looks to help others use their God-given gifts and talent to help themselves and others. Charles, thank you so much for being on Peer to Peer Real Estate Show. And Thank you for serving. Thank you so much for both. I'm, I'm really excited to spend some time here today with you. Yeah, no, definitely. My pleasure. So Charles, did you know early on that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Was this something that you grew up with when you were, you know, while you were in the military or before the military? Did you, did it fall into your lap or did you know uh, when you started my uh, Tennessee Home Solution, you're going to be the next Warren Buffett of real estate? <laughs> I I think it really kind of boiled down to growing up, knowing I had a fairly creative mind, loved building stuff, loved creating things. Uh, but I really think what was a limiting factor was just taking action and having the confidence in order to do so. And so the military was something that I saw as a really good stepping stone and just a way to just better myself overall as a person. Uh, I definitely did have a very strong urge and call to serve as well. Um, mm -hmm. And it also enabled me to have a platform with which to network, develop stronger bonds and friendships. And um, that, that was essentially going through the military um, was a way to, you know, enable me to, to have some entrepreneurial um, endeavors later on in life. So uh, long, long kind of answer short, it really just kind of boiled down to I, I knew I needed additional steps in order to get there um, and that it wasn't be something I could just immediately jump into. Right. Well, again, I'll say it one more time, and I know my audience will say the same thing. Thank you for serving. Um, when did you realize that you were not meant to have a nine to five job? And it's not putting a nine to five job down. Some people right. are, are perfect for it. Some people are not. Um, when did you realize that wasn't going to be for you? I think uh, as I progressed uh, with my duties and responsibilities in the military, yeah. ranked up. In, when uh, when did you? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to control. When did you start serving in the military, and and are you tra transitioning out as we speak, or are you out completely? Um, I just wanted to touch base on that background for a second. Yeah, definitely. So I did enlist uh, right when I finished high school, because uh, again, I just wanted to be able to just start something that was going to start enabling me to have more later, um, right. and. I, I found myself being able to attend uh, West Point up in up in New York, and uh, from there I transitioned from the enlisted side to the officer side. Okay. Um, and it was really as I progressed in rank, realizing what really just truly mattered more, which was time and family, and having and, and having the capability to make choices with that time and have that freedom of time to have freedom of impact later in life, mm -hmm. and the military. Um, just eventually the passion for that um, kind of started to just fizzle out in the sense that I was not receiving or feeling that sense of, of purpose and fulfillment. I, I essentially was starting to feel capped um, at certain levels just based on where I was, the roles I was given, the positions I was in, um, and just really just wanting more in, in the terms of being able to have impact and, and have time and, and, and to create things uh, right. essentially. So once that, once you completed, let's say the, the duties that you wanted to do, you wanted to be, you know, again, 
what I've learned about the military is about discipline, team building, yeah. honor, and things like that. Um, was a nine to five job not something that you really wanted to do because you saw, uh, as they say, the bigger picture um, as you were, you know, progressing through the ranks of the military? Yeah, definitely. And also, too, what what the military provided me was that safety net to take risk, really, uh, because what I saw as the alternative course of action was going to be is going to be getting a nine to five if what I'm planning to do entrepreneurially and creating a business or multiple businesses doesn't come to fruition, well, then my next best is just what everyone else is already doing and just get a nine to five job, you know, I've, and I thought, and I strongly believe that, um, that the, the military enabled me to take those risks early on, uh, getting things off the ground, uh, being able to have a clear mind uh, in making decisions and in, in which way to turn, create what the, what systems to process and whatnot, and how to really um, create a team and a business, not just another job for myself. Um, and I am right now in the transition uh, period. I'm not completely out yet. Um, and so with that, I do want to absolutely, our, first and foremost is, you know, making sure my military obligations are, are done to like the, to the utmost, you know, level of work ethic and, and accomplishment. Uh, and I am currently in a position to be able to do that. I'm in an instructor role right now. And so um, it does enable me to have a little bit more time back on, on my personal end uh, to give back into our, our company and business and what not right you know and, i mean the theme of the show is uh building a team right uh of who not how and i really love the fact that when you were in the military you talked about you know i mean because you got to have each other's back that's what you're there for to have each other's back so transitioning to real estate now um tell us about my tennessee home uh solution when did you start it what did what did you see in the market uh that brought you to 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 where we are now yeah definitely so jordan my partner uh also in the military he's a classmate of mine from west point i knew he was a very high performer had strong reputation and whatnot and so we reconnected uh at a military school in which he was doing some diy house flipping and wholesaling and purchasing properties and it just again it, he very similar mindset very similar passion and um vision uh, that, that kind of parallels mine. And so uh, us being able to meet, kind of talk, share more personal, you know, what we want in life, just very well aligned. And so um, that was late 2020 um, is when that, when the initial conversations were happening and he kind of got me out of my shell of having the fear of not taking action um, because he was living proof to that. He was doing it on his own. Uh, he was flipping houses in other States. He was wholesaling. Um, he, he was doing things in just in multiple different markets. And so that just proved and showed to me like, okay, I can do this. Absolutely. And so um, in February of 2021 is when we actually partnered on our first deal. And, and, and I do think that's extremely important. We didn't just jump right into creating a business and getting into a, a full part or a full um, you know, operating agreement and everything. It just, hey, let's just partner on one deal. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how we operate and how we do. Um, it was a huge success. Thankfully, uh, that really kickstarted us uh, to be able to reinvest, start actually developing a, a business off that. And so February 2021 uh, did our first deal. And then from from then to now, uh, we're almost well over 100 deals. We've bought in a three million dollar hotel to get, like together. And so we, we've been really just able to explode just due to knowing what we want, 
having a very similar shared vision and then being able to put people in the right seats. Um, we didn't always start out that way, but being able to evolve it to happen and get those, the right people um, operating together and rowing in the same direction. And that's something that we're continually working on. Yeah, no, I, I, I like what you said where uh, about fear, you know, you, you, you know, you need to take a chance. You need to take, like you said earlier, you need to take a risk, which, you know, I, and I, I, Amit Charles that for a while, you know, I had a couple of bad partnerships and it soured me on business for a little while that I, I figured that I need to do it on my own. Now I've realized, you know, I, I, I'll take the blame because I didn't vet these per people out. We didn't have the same goals, you know, we, mm -hmm. it weren't, wasn't aligned. So any early mistakes that you guys made with the company um, that you were able to overcome? So Jordan did unfortunately come in with a couple of bad partnerships based on not setting things up correctly. Um, and so I think having some of the scar tissue that he went through, bringing that to me, being very transparent and open about uh, one example being, you know, I wanted to ensure too that, you know, he was going to have majority ownership, which, you know, coming in with the experience, coming in with uh, the, the background, it just, it made sense. And it just creates um, to where there is a decision maker uh, for, for when things get, get, get tough. And so, uh, other than that, early early on mistakes, it's just a lot of it really revolved around being uh, mostly a virtual team, um, since some of us are still in the military, still trying to operate. Um, and so it, it really just boiled down to not having the, the right people bought in and, and in the right seats and, and just having a, a disalignment of, of vision uh, and in-state really is what it um, kind of boiled down to early on. I, you know... Uh because I'm, I'm in New York, Charles. So, you know, and I want to segue to this, like uh, to build a team. And I, I feel that um, since my investment um, criteria is to invest outside of New York, you know, every, everything here, Charles, looks like uh, phone numbers, <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> I mean, some of the prices I, that I talked yeah. to friends of mine and I'm like, that building is worth that much? my God, it's dilapidated. Yeah, but it's New York. I'm like, Jesus, you know, so I, I just, it's incredible. So I have to uh, learn to, mm -hmm. to invest outside. Um, yeah. So for one of the, the keys that I've asked and, and some of my friends have asked me uh, for us to build a team of, of, like you said, of who, how do we start that process? Like what, are, can you give us like one or two or three steps? Like what should we do at least at the beginning of, of our, whether we're new at the game or maybe, uh, I won't say seasoned, but maybe a little bit more experienced than the newbie. What can, yeah. it, does that, my question make sense at all? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's extremely important. You need to, you need to just essentially kind of graph out a, an accountability chart. You know, what mm -hmm. roles do you need? Granted, multiple people will likely have multiple hats on, especially early on. Um, but you, you just need to know what, what roles are necessary or are most critical that you have to have. Uh, and then now you, you need to start to develop the, you know, what are your core values? What's mm -hmm. your mission statement? What's your purpose? What's your vision? Like that, that those have to be very well articulated. Uh, and then when you're hiring someone, you're trying to bring someone on or join a partnership. If you're not aligned, if you're, if you're not bought in, you, you're, I wouldn't say you're wasting your time. It's just, you're not going to get the same value and the same output that you would if someone that isn't like that would be aligned and bought in and understanding have that really what we like to call Jordan. And I like to call like the founders mentality, mm -hmm. you know, like how, how can we bring people into that? 
um, and see what we see, want to be part of what we're trying to make and create, have the impact that, we're, that we see, that we know that we can do. Um, and so a lot of that just comes with just, you got to take people out of that day-to-day -day whirlwind sometimes and, and get some clarity um, and, and alignment, really. I mean, to me, the, I, I love what you said, an accountability uh, chart <laughs> that makes sense. And what's the roles for each member? I think when you start that, I think that, again, it's it's a, uh, an engine to start the, the, as they said, the ball rolling because yeah. again, you having, everybody has a role to participate. And I think that you said that, Charles, I know a few times that I did try to form partnerships that wasn't there. You know, that wasn't there from the get-go. Uh, roles for each team might've been, but we didn't have an accountability chart. I love that. Uh, for so anyone that's looking to start a partnership, have an accountability chart and rules yeah. for each uh, member. So can we? Uh, so how is it for you? Like you said, you did some virtual investing, or 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 your partner Jordan did. Um, if you're building a team outside of your home market, how, what would you say? Again, now you're, you're. I'm in New York, but I'm looking to invest. Let's say in Pennsylvania. What are some uh, yeah. steps I could take? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, the, the, the best, the best that you're going to get, what we've seen and what we've also heard from others is definitely word of mouth referral. You know, who are other people talking about? Like those, those are your raving fans that like top of mind. Oh, that's, I'm you're talking about investing in middle Tennessee. Boom. My Tennessee home solution. That is what we're wanting to have to strive is for people to want to in our market or plan to then bam, they come right to us. Um, and so there's different ways to do that. Facebook groups are a great way, different investing groups. Uh, if, if we're, if we're talking kind of the, the real estate realm here, but um, even just different variation of different businesses, certain meetups that, that, that might happen, you know, who's hosting those, who, who are the, the, the big, the heavy hitters essentially um, in the area. Uh, and then really it's second to that is people, you just need to provide value to people. Um, that, that's a big thing that, that we try to do as well on the acquisition side is, you know, not every time we talk with a seller does it need to be a sales pitch. Let's provide value to people, you know. And so when you when you do that as well on talking to other investors or talking to potential partners or individuals that you want to develop a relationship with, just what are they possibly missing or could they possibly gain value from that that you have? And so being able to share that um, uh, is extremely important. So those are the two kind of the two big things uh, that I'd recommend. Um, so we're talking, one of the biggest is referrals, word of mouth, yeah. Facebook groups, meet up, talk to the founder. Uh, and the biggest one to me so far, which is uh, a value add that I call is a provide, provide value. Yeah. Because yeah. once people say, hey, it's not only about me, but let me see what I can help. Mm -hmm. I could maybe talk about uh, a list that I found or, hey, yeah. this lawyer is good or this uh, closing company is good. I, I love that. Um, we're talking with Charles Chandler of My Tennessee Home Solution. Uh, okay, vetting a partner, is there a way to that it might be a potential uh, partner. Is there a way to vet them? Are we, again, is it just only providing value and uh, maybe other services that we could say, hey, this guy um, might be perfect for our team. Or like yeah. I said, word of mouth is still the way to go. That, that's definitely one of the, the strong suits, but uh, really as well, especially if you're trying to bring on another partner. And we actually do have a third partner. Uh, his name is Briar Bears. And, and really that, 
we kind of went through this process uh, somewhat with him where um, he, he had reached out to Jordan because he was word of mouth referred uh, mm-hmm. as far as getting into real estate uh, and kind of Briar was shown, hey, you should talk to Jordan. You should talk to him. Um, and then I remember Jordan mentioning that to myself. And then really from there, it just came on what, what are your values? What are you, what's your vision? It really, it always kind of comes back to that the, in, internally, what's motivating you every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Briar is a, is a third partner with us. He absolutely crushes it. He gets after every single task, every single thing, and he takes total ownership of stuff as well. Um, and so if you're not aligned, you're, you really kind of are wasting your time uh, with someone because if they have exterior motivations where it's just money focused or uh, they, they only care about, um, you know, oh, I just want to be in the, the, in the limelight or whatever, you, you know, you, those are things that do take time. It takes weeks and months of understanding and getting a better feel for, you know, who really is this person. Um, I, I absolutely do believe talking to some, some of their friends and people that, um, you know, that, you know, that they're, um, associated with and getting a better feel for, you know, what, what's really, what really motivates this person, you know, what, how is their work ethic? Right. You know, it's funny because, um, I, I think I did that one time uh, with someone that I, I asked about a third potential partner, if this person had any deals uh, or are they a rookie like we are. And this is like five, six years ago. And the person that I asked that question never answered. And again, mm-hmm. I, I turned my blind eye to that. And unfortunately, again, it was one of the many failures because again, um, like how you guys did it, you know, you, uh, People need to, in my opinion, and what you said, provide value, uh, um, not, you know, being able to take a risk, being team oriented. And I didn't see that, you know, and again, I I take accountability because I didn't vet the way, uh, the way I wanted to. Should we, with potential partners, should we talk to these people every day, once a week? Should we have meetings, whether it's through Zoom or whatever, um, you know, to get to know what goals they have in mind with the company or are we aligned? Is this something that we need to do weekly, daily? What would you suggest there? Yeah, there definitely needs to be very good fluid open lines communication. Um, something that has worked very well for us is we do have, uh, we, we follow the entrepreneurial operating system off the, off the traction and mm-hmm. uh, um, great book by Gino Wickman. And so we, we do meet at a weekly pulse our level 10 meetings and that that's one uh, you know kind of example but we also do uh you know quarterly retreats really where mm. and especially if we're looking at to bring someone else on we, we want to see individuals in different settings the work setting a per, the personal setting uh, you know kind of a retreat relax kind of stand down setting and to really just get to see like the multiple different facets of, of the individual how they interact with others um, on the team, off the team, vendors, um, and just getting getting a really good feel for people. Because once you start discussing and talking about you, you know you know issues, you know all right now let's discuss it. Now how are we going to solve it? Um, that really kind of goes to show like where where people are mentally, what their bandwidth is, of, and then also just how, what their mental agility overall. Um, and, and you know prior to prior to doing any of that. I think it's extremely important really writing down and writing out what the behavioral competencies are that you're looking for in a partner. Do you understand yourself? Do you understand maybe the other, if we're talking like 
as an example, myself, Jordan, do we know each other well internally and each other? Now what's missing from us and what are the behavioral competencies that we're looking for essentially as an example here with Briar, right? Mm -hmm. And the three of us fit very, very well together. And um, each, each of you guys have your own roles, what to do, yes. what not to do and all that. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so at the beginning, you know, once you, or let's say you formed your partnerships, like one of the ways, uh, does somebody go out to acquire the property? Someone comes up with the funding, like, how do you look for properties? Like, what are some of the ways that you might, uh, look for wholesale deals or if you're going to do mm -hmm. fix and flip? Um, is there any a source? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want you to give it away, but <laughs> I, I guess is how do you find your deals? Do you go online or do you have property scouts? What are some, some of the, you know, secrets there? Even though I say not to, but you know, <laughs> well, I'll, uh, I'll provide everybody that I can here. And, yeah, and, and this is what I, uh, I will just die on this hill. It is all about, you know, being or like as super genuine and authentic. Yeah. Uh, we, we are 100% inbound. So we're, we're running TV ads, we have Facebook ads, Google pay-per-click. The biggest thing is the consistency of our content that we push out mm. uh, with different content pillars, certain themes that we're trying to build on and, and, and get the exposure and the omnipresence essentially within Middle Tennessee wow. uh, in, our, in our search engine optimization with our website. Okay. Uh, so we, because we want to have that initial filter of, hey, we want people to reach out to us. Um, we, we understand the value of time overall. That's why we're doing this. And so we want to respect that with our employees as well, because we do have a killer acquisitions team. Right. And so um, our, with our sales process is just really centered around strong marketing that gets our message out there, gets our face and our voice out there. People see us, they see our reviews. Um, you know, they're able to see the TV commercial, then they they're on Facebook and then they see the website. Okay. You know what? Hey, let me, I want to give these guys a shot. Right. right. Um, and then, and then right after that, it's that speed to lead that, that sense of urgency immediately being on the phone with them, developing that personal relationship. Um, especially being again, just in the South, that, that Southern hospitality that, Hey, just saw you on TV. Oh, awesome. Yeah. You know, thanks for watching and giving us a call. Okay. Yeah, I'll be there in 10 minutes. You know, we and we just work through um, you know, that kind of process just to, you know, as soon as someone's in that emotional state, especially just understanding that, yeah. that the big thing that we call it is our customer experience roadmap. And it all takes place prior to them even calling or contacting us. Because we need to understand that there's something going on to elicit the call to action for that person to dial the number or to submit the web form. Um, and so, and knowing, you know, where did that lead source come from? If it's a TV ad then, and they're, they're pretty ready. They just saw the ad and they just called, you know, they're motivated. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. If it's Facebook, they might be kind of motivated. They just, they probably been seeing our ads for a while now. Right. Um, and so knowing, you know, just generally where the source is, but really it's, it's all about that total omnipresence of this is who we are. This is our brand. This is what we do. And then speed to lead on the uh, once they are reaching out to us because um, they're reaching out. I mean, you, you can think of it internally with anything that you're doing. If, if you're looking for a certain type of business, well, you make a few calls. Okay, who's answering? Oh, they answered. Great. Right. Are they nice? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the biggest thing, right? Are they nice? Are they going to yell at you? Right. Or whatever. So what's yeah. next for you and the team? What are you guys looking to do in the next three to six months? What's in Charles Chandler's crystal ball? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So 
uh, the big kind of theme that we're running for right now is, is just good, strong uh, stabilization and consistency throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, even given the, the shifting market conditions and whatnot, we still feel that we're experts in Middle Tennessee. We know the price points that work best. We know the types of properties. We know our buy box and we know it well. We know the market well. Um, so here the next three to six months is, is all about just strong consistency as a team, which ha- has been a, a huge like critical success factor for us is reaching stabilization overall for uh, refining what we're, we're spending on the expense side, optimizing our marketing, um, and then bringing in the continuous revenue. Um, and we and we really focus a lot on that right now is just being very dialed in on our lead measures, basically mm-hmm. the inputs that we control. Um, and then moving into early 2023, what we're really looking at doing is uh, another, what will we do not only for my and home solution, but we also had a commercial multifamily entity to where we're, where we buy, um, you know, smaller apartment complex size within that kind of fifth around that 50 unit, um, size, just because, you know, there's not as many buyers as more mom and pop sellers that we're able to, um, speak with and, and do deals with. And so that's, that's on the, like the plus six month to one year timeframe is uh, another syndication. Right. No, that's great. Um, first of all, Charles, I, I appreciate you being on pay-to-pay real estate show and taking time out of your busy schedule. And before I let you go, just a couple more questions. What keeps you motivated? Uh, I, I mean, I already could tell, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, for my audience that might not, or might, or when they do hear this, what, what's a couple of things that keep you motivated? Yeah. I really think that one of the biggest things is just being, knowing that I'm going to be able to have impact mm-hmm. um, at, at a local um, kind of thought around like local community, the middle Tennessee area, we're a veteran owned and operated company. So we, we highly prioritize what, what we're able to do and give back. Uh, that's one of our, our quarterly rocks as well is, is donating and giving back um, some of our profits and proceeds to different various nonprofit organizations. So that's a huge motivation point right there alone. It's just mm-hmm. being able to, you know, have a mindset of abundance and, and knowing, okay, what can we do with this? Let's ha- let's, let's, let's help younger me that was a little too scared to potentially take action. That's a huge motivation. Um, and then second of that is really family, just being able to spend time. Um, about to have a son, you know, love oh. my wife, love spending time with my wife. Congrats. You know. yes, yes. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. And so, but it's just about presence and being there, you know, children yeah. for the most part, they, they spell love T I N E, you know? So, <laughs> All right. Right. Just, yeah, no, no, I got gotcha. you. And um, you talked about a book earlier. I, I, I kind of missed it. Any other books you want to recommend? And I mean, Charles, you have a book in you. I mean, if I missed it in your <laughs> bio, I apologize, but you do have a book in you. Um, you have a, a tremendous story. You know, you serve the country. Um, now you're a, an investor. You're also a teacher. You're giving back. Um, besides your book in the future that you write <laughs> any other books uh that you recommend you talked about one early was it was it jocko willing willing did you mention them it was um it was traction uh, by traction. gina wickman oh gina wickman gotcha traction. yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah. I, I definitely put it, that in any other books you would like to recommend or that's the main I, one that's one of the main ones especially as far as initially starting a framework okay. to work off of uh, but as far as building that team out, you got to read the book, Who Not How. You have to. Okay. Um, that's that's got to be required reading, I think, just to understand, okay, how am I about to build a team? And then wow. what system am I going to use to build that team will be traction. Okay. So they go hand in hand. 
Absolutely. Well, definitely. I'll definitely add that to the collection and my personal collection. Um, and if somebody wanted to get in contact with you, what's the best way? Yeah, I think two of the best ways. One would be LinkedIn, uh, just Charles Chandler. It'd be very easy to find me. Um, and then you can also just send me an email, charles at myintensityhomesolution.com. Um, super responsive on that. Um, and you could probably find me in any and all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, um, all of that. Yeah, I'll definitely put that on the show notes. Well, again, Charles, uh, first of all, again, thank you for serving. Uh, also, thank you for being on the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, William, thanks so much for your time. It was a blast. Thank you. Yeah, no, I definitely had a good time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, everyone, that was Charles Chandler, and you can find him at MyTennesseeHomeSolution.com. That's MyTennesseeHomeSolution.com. Charles, thank you so much for being on Peer to Peer Real Estate Show. Really appreciate it. You can find me at peerdoprealestate.com. That's peer to number two, peerrealestate.com. Check out our past shows. Check out our blog and our resource page. Also, when you get a chance, please go to Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe. Leave a review. Tell us how we can make this show better. And before I go, guys, just a couple more things. Do not give up on your dreams. Fight for it. Guard it. Protect it. Don't let anyone talk you out of it. And I really believe if you keep the momentum going, good things will happen. On behalf of Peter Peer Real Estate Show, I'm William Morales. Until next time, thanks, everybody. Have a great day, and please stay safe. Bye.